0: You have Alec Baldwin for me doing uh, Tony Bennett, because he does Tony Bennett better than he does Donald Trump.
1: Hello. It can't be represented by a real number.
2: <laughs> I'm having a great, great, great time, now. <laughs> So Tonight I said bells and buzzes, dings and bings. It's like Atlantic City took a giant crap and out came the Fourth of July. <laughs> what a lovely image.
0: Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. I have 20 pages of the prop bets you can make on the Super Bowl. 20? Yeah. Wow. Emailer Tim alerted me. I printed them out. All right. Uh, many of them are over under. You know, who will be mentioned first on the broadcast, Belichick or Peterson? Who will be shown first, Belichick or Peterson? What color will Belichick's shirt be at kickoff? I'm not going to read all these. Uh, Will anyone except Brady or Foles take a snap in the game? Uh, Will Nipplegate be said during the broadcast? How many times will the Rocky statue in Philadelphia be shown? Uh, How many clips will be shown from Super Bowl 39 during
2: the broadcast? Why would that be? I don't know. That's a uh, rematch. That's the Eagles and the Patriots oh, played oh. in Super Bowl 39.
0: Uh, will Justin Timberlake cover a Prince song during halftime? Yes. You, you say yes. I, in fact, I even think that's he will
2: That's even. It's 120-120. I think he will open with a cover of a Prince song. Uh,
0: what color will the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach? You can pick the Ooh, That's color. always a
2: popular one. Yeah. I'm going to go orange Gatorade. Uh, I like orange. you like orange Gatorade, Joey?
0: No, no. Will Tom Brady's jersey be stolen again? Uh, It's incredible what you can bet on. Total touchdowns, longest yardage, shortest touchdown yardage. Uh, Will there be a roughing the passer penalty called during the game? Total quarterback sacks, longest successful field goal in the game. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, many of them are actually game-related. Those are kind of fun to do like with the kids, right? Yeah. Hey, what color shirt's he going to wear? Well, that the ones we like to bet on are uh, the commercials. I bet in the next commercial there'll be a dog. There you yeah, go. That kind of deal.
2: Or a car. A car. Well, that's always a safe bet. Your yeah. Was your favorite one the Darth Vader kid one? Was that you or is that Rook? No,
0: I loved that one. But yeah. I'll never forget uh, the kid of a kid I used to have. I'll never forget... In 2005, I believe it was 2005, Mustang, Ford debuted the new Mustang uh, with a Super Bowl ad. And if you'll
2: recall, it was... You remember the year based upon the car? Well,
0: no, but I remember because
2: the kid went nuts. Okay. Uh,
0: It was a state trooper, or no, a state trooper stopped the new Mustang. The top was down, but it was the dead of winter, and the driver was frozen. Okay. And and the trooper tapped his pencil against the driver's forehead, and all you could hear was a clinking, and the kid ran shrieking
2: from the room, thinking
0: it was a horror story. (laughs) I I think that was 2005.
2: Okay. I don't remember that ad. That's pretty funny. I'm not going to read all these bets. Do you want these? You know what? I will take that print out because uh, we'll make bets with the boys. We'll bet M&Ms.
0: Do uh, you know that you can take home as a souvenir a can of snowballs? There's a vending machine in Minneapolis where you can buy a can of snowballs hand-packed by real Minnesotans. Mm-hmm. Were, that, were they hand-packed by the
2: volunteers?
0: Nick Nelson is one of those real Minnesotans. He and other staff at the advertising agency Space 150 came up with the idea a couple of months ago and have spent the past week packing and canning snowballs. The cans are dated, indicating snowball freshness. So you can take that home. Who's on the mall tonight? Because it's going to be brutal. Uh, Super Bowl Live. Zulu. Zulu Zulu. The Jets. Skyler Gray and others. 10 a.m. to 10
2: p.m. The Nicollet Mall. That's called Super Bowl Live. Do you still have the email with the prop bet, sir? Yeah. That I forwarded you? The actual email, not what you printed out? No. Oh. Why? I well, can find it. Well, I was just going to say, you, miss, you missed a couple that were included with that. That's why I sent it to you. Well, what? I printed <laughs> out 20 pages. I, of I know. the It was the... I'll, I'll see if I can dig it up. What here, color part. is Pink's hair going to be? No, he had... Tim had made prop bets on us, Oh. what we would do. That's oh. why I sent it. Here we go. <clears throat> I've computed the odds for some Super Bowl prop bets based on how the GL staff will behave during the game. All right. Uh, number one, will rookie break out the bourbon before halftime? Uh, yes. 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 Right now it's two to one. No, is five to two. I think we're both. Yes. Yeah. I'm mean, a yes. Uh, will Reavers stop watching the game at halftime? Yes is three to one. No is one to two. I'm going to go no. Yeah, because I'm at home. You're at home. I'm at home. I'm not yeah. going to stop watching. Right. How many times will John Height mention that Carson Wentz is from North Dakota during the course of the game? More than four times. Seven to five. Four or fewer times. Two to one. More. More. I'm with you. Will Roycey be standing at attention while watching Pink sing the national anthem? Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> will- I like Pink. Will Kenny have a wardrobe malfunction while watching the game at home? Uh, Yes, especially if he's up at the cab or up up at the up the farm. Right, he'll be out grilling in his underwear. I believe that's a yes. And then finally, from Tim, what will rookie be saying at ten p.m.? Yes, eight to one or mm -mm, one Uh, to three. I'll go with mm -mm, one to three. (laughs) I like those prop bets.
0: Do you recall the train uh, accident yesterday? That when uh, they were carrying uh, some Republicans to a retreat, and among oh, yes, the injured was Jason, Jason Lewis, yes. who got a, a, a concussion. Uh, the novelist Stephen King called that uh, train wreck karma, uh, and then then he tried to issue apologies, and they're the worst no. non-apology apologies I've ever seen in my life. No. After an Amtrak train carrying Republican members of Congress and their family slammed into a garbage truck Wednesday, killing one person and injuring others, Stephen King decided to get cute on Twitter. A trainload of Republicans on their way to a pricey retreat hit a garbage truck. My friend Russ calls that karma. All right. Uh, The person who died was 28-year-old Christopher Foley, a passenger in the truck owned by Time Disposal, the Washington Post reported. Six others were hospitalized following the crash near Crozette, Virginia. King was immediately slammed for his heartless tweet, as other Twitter users called it sad and much worse. And the famed novelist of Carrie, It and The Shining, hopped back on Twitter 20 minutes later in an apparent attempt to soften his original message. Of course, I'm sorry, the truck driver died that was his tweet then hours later he posted a longer uh ridiculous apology a, rad- a rather thoughtless tweet for me concerning the train truck crash for which i apologize no parenthesis if one is necessary no it should be pointed out too that those republican politicians who can be heartless when they vote immediately got out to help
2: why why is why are people of the left so mean-spirited i don't get it i don't get it and he, I don't know why it's tolerated. It, he's he. That's that's just unfortunately that's
0: typical mean spirited. It is. I, I'm not. A, I don't. It's easy to say now, but it's always been true. I don't read King. I don't. I don't I'm not a fan of his work. <clears throat> but it, not because of his political. But stance. you
2: would think that someone like him would be smart enough. Just keep your mouth shut even if that is the way you play they feel. play to each other the uh the
0: the hardcore mysterians
2: play to each other but what does he expect when he issues a tweet like that that a bunch of people are going to rally behind him going yeah you tell him well that- probably
0: probably many people oh, did God. probably many people did but that's an example of a series of non-apology it is. apologies we got to change the uh, canadian that's such a great hook, by the way. I love the Canadian... Isn't that a nice That's show? such a great hook. <coughs> I, uh... Oh, well, my ear still has it. Yes. Yes, you do. No, I'm damn near deaf. <laughs> uh, Hello? What? Uh, I love the Canadian anthem. I do, too. We have to change it, though. Uh, it's not gender neutral enough. Uh... Oh. In All Thy Sons Command? No. No. Hey, let's turn it up. In All Sons no, that, You can't say sons anymore. Come on. No, no. It's such a
2: beautiful anthem.
0: No, it, that's instead of In All Thy Sons Command, it's now going to be In All of Us Command, uh, according to the Senate in uh, Ottawa. It's, uh, you can't uh, The BBC said the change will become law following royal assent by the governor general. If you're going to go down that road, then you've got to change You can't have the word patriot in there. Nope. Because that suggests some sort of patriarchal uh, nationalism, uh, some sort of dominant privilege. That'd have to come out. uh, That's the mystery. (laughs) Uh In 2016, they tried to do this, but the bill stalled as Senate conservatives bristled against it. Uh, Conservatives pushed back against a similar proposal in 2010. A group of women, including author Margaret Atwood and former Prime Minister Kim Campbell, uh, wanted it changed, saying uh, revising O Canada would encapsulate the equality of all Canadians, of course. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, Canada was originally composed in French, and that version does not have a reference to the evil word sons. The tune was first performed in 1880, and its English version used the line, Thou dost in us command before being changed to in all thy sons command in 1913. So... Next time you uh, have the Montreal Canadian in town at the XL, you probably uh, will hear that uh, change. I got a little quiz for you. All right. Uh, Let me find it here. A tortoise escaped from her owner's garden in England, and it turned up six months later. Leanna Morris of Oxford said her tortoise, Tallulah, flew the coop through a foxhole last July after being placed in the backyard for some free roaming time. Morris said she spent weeks scouring the area for her beloved pet and circulated flyers around the neighborhood. Oh, no. Well, after a month or so, I thought, okay, I need to put all her things away. Uh, Apparently the turtle had uh, furniture and clothing. So I kind of took down her box. I took down her light. I put Aww. her food back, she told uh, CBC Radio. Uh, Morris said she had no further word of Tallulah until last Wednesday when three girls found a stray tortoise on the playground. I like turtles. Yeah, I know you do. How far away do you think the turtle was? Wait
2: a minute. Man. Well, how no, no, how think many days? About this. How many
0: days? It's a tortoise. Yep. It's a tortoise. Uh-huh. It disappeared uh, last July. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> apparently it's now just turned up. Right. How far away oh. was
2: Tallulah the tortoise? I'm going to guess. From Leanna Morris's backyard. Closer than Rookie's six-block radius. It was across the street. <laughs> <laughs> it was across the street. Oh. I'll get there someday. Now, wait a minute.
0: Three girls at the nearby Chenny School found a tortoise on the playground. We've had a little surreal morning, the school tweeted. Some of our year sevens found a tortoise on the site. We've called the animal control to collect it. If you hear of anyone local who's lost a tortoise, please ask them to contact us. Uh, They scanned the tortoise for a microchip and was able to identify Morris as her owner. So apparently she had taken
2: the precaution of putting a microchip in this thing. Okay, check this out. You mean to tell me? So not only... Did this tortoise have a microchip implanted? I mean, you have a beloved animal. You want to be able to track and uh, if they get lost. I, I get it. putting
0: a chip and no turtle.
2: But how hard did you really look?
0: It's a tortoise. But it's across the street.
2: It, it probably took him a month just to get across the street. And was the tortoise still leaving, or was he returning? No, maybe he was turning around.
0: Uh, it was 1,056 feet away from since, where, it, where it left. Since July. If you were to cross the road, it would take you less than a minute to get to where she was, Morris said. It took her ages to get there. Morris said Tallulah is currently at the vet, recovering from a malnutrition and a swollen eye. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Wow. The vet said there's no need for worrying. She just needs to put on a bit of weight. Continue with her eye drops and she'll be right back where she should be, Morris said. I'm sure she'll be absolutely pleased to come back knowing she's got regular food and that she's warm and she's dry. It's a tortoise. The first clue for me, see, so check this out.
2: All right, I'm following you. You yep.
0: mean to tell me mm-hmm. I have a pet tortoise? Yep. They're 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 notoriously slow. Oh, yeah. You're right if you alluded to this. This lady didn't look very hard. No,
2: it's across the street. Because your first clue is you don't have to look very far. You think she was saying, oh, thank God that thing's gone. But I have to put away all those things now. Now, percent chance. Tallulah was the name correct? Tallulah the tortoise. Percent chance that Tallulah the the tortoise was some type of therapy animal brought on the airplane. No, no, I don't. Too big?
0: Tallulah's too big? No, Uh, well, she sounds, the owner sounds capable of needing a therapy animal, but there's no evidence in the story that she uses the animal as a therapy therapy guide, so to say. Have you come... How about you come home and meet my family? Here's my pet tortoise. You know, in Garage Logic, we have the Knack Hardware and Lounge. That's right. Well, there's real life copies of that out there. What? I got a note from uh, Fritz who said, uh, "Please see the obit below." Uh, he must have been a Garage Logician. Jack Ackman. Uh, Jack passed away peacefully, January 31st. Surrounded by his family at the St. Cloud Hospital, he was a quiet man unless he was talking tractors or mechanics. Jack and his wife Irma bought the bar-slash-grocery-store-and-garage in St. Wendell in 1964, and it became Ackman's Tavern and Garage. Jack spent 53 years fixing tractors and other farm equipment for the area farmers, and some from as far away as Little Falls, we called him the Tractor Doctor. Jack enjoyed reading, talking tractors, listening to polka music, and watching the polka bands on TV. A great living great living American. But but get this. <clears throat> it was called Ackman's Tavern and Garage. Is that not like Knack Hardware and Lounge? That's exactly like that. So their real-life copies are out there. Man, that's cool. It must cool. have been a GLer. Wow. We're going to be back in just a moment, but now thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and whatever is left of your dwindling supply of money.
3: And it sure is dwindling fast, Joe. The stock market about to have its worst week in a couple of years, at least for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Right now, that index is down 537 points. That obviously will be the biggest drop so far this year. The NASDAQ Composite is off 107, and the S&P 500 is down 48 points. New concerns about rising interest rates are weighing on the market more than usual today. Some economists are now thinking that the Federal Reserve may raise rates 40 times this year. U.S. hiring was solid in January as the Labor Department said employers added 200,000 non-farm jobs to their payrolls. The unemployment rate held steady at 4.1% for a fourth month in a row and wage growth was up slightly. Hourly earnings for private sector workers rose about a third of a percentage point from December, but all of that good news is not helping the market today. Cities that host the Super Bowl not only benefit from extra tourism bucks, they often see other improvements. Visa said it has upgraded the point-of-sale terminals at small businesses across Minneapolis, helping create quicker, easier, and more seamless payments for customers. Visa also upgraded 700 concessions and retail point-of-sale terminals inside U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm Bruce Vail with your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Here's
4: John Heighton. Thank you, Joe. It is cloudy and eight degrees. This update brought to you by Venture Bank. Jimmy Butler with twenty-eight points. Carl Anthony Towns twenty-four points, eleven rebounds, and the Timberwolves beat the Bucks one hundred eight to eighty-nine last night. The Wolves will host New Orleans at the Target Center tomorrow evening. Butler continues to show me something. I,
0: I I've, I've watched more Timberwolves this year than in any other year in their because existence. Yeah, I guess. I guess it is. And that, and the, they're competitive. Sure. Yeah. Did anybody see the game last I night? I didn't watch I did very not, much. No. He chased a loose ball out, out of the court, out of bounds, at the risk of his life. That's effort. And and pulled it off only
2: because he's got the skills of a ballet dancer. Can I link? Yep. Can I make a link? hmm He is your Kurt Suzuki. Could he play hockey? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Huh? Look at me making a link. He leaped over people, and fortunately
0: was in an area where he didn't crash into other people. Saved the ball with the backhanded scoop. Ooh. And had but it had gone deep past the end line. Wow. Deep in there. It was uh it was pretty amazing to see. I like I like watching him play basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And this is when they were up by twenty. <laughs> he's sending a message to I the think, other guys. I hope
4: so. <laughs> f- Wiggins isn't quite getting it I if know. he's sending the message. No. A festive few days and nights of sports continues tonight with the Minnesota Wild playing a home game. The Vegas Golden Knights in town for a game at the Excel Energy Center. And Nito Niederreiter back from an injury for that game but almost a month now since he has played.
2: Uh, Joe, Eric weighs in via Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Please explain to Joe that people won't stand outside for Super Bowl 52 security check. There are giant heated stadium entry tents all around the stadium. Wonderful. Then the the organizers were ahead of the curve. They were ahead of the curve. So thank you for that, Eric. Appreciate it.
4: Uh, News notes from today, the big news of the day, of course, the release of that Republican-penned memo. House Republicans releasing the disputed, formerly highly classified memo that they say shows surveillance abuses in the early stages of the FBI's investigation into the Trump election campaign and Russia. President Trump, who championed release of the document over the objections of his own Justice Department, declared the memo shows a lot of people should be ashamed of themselves. It was prepared by Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee, asserts the FBI relied excessively on opposition research funded by Democrats in seeking a warrant to monitor the communication of a Trump campaign associate. The Democrats say the memo, which makes public material that is ordinarily considered among some of the most tightly held national security information, they say cherry-picks Republican talking points in an effort to smear law enforcement. Members of the FBI, including the director of the FBI appointed by Trump, saying the same thing. After the release of the memo, President Trump refused to express confidence in Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who's mentioned by name in the memo, asked if he would fire Rosenstein. He answered, you figure that one out. The memo release and Trump's tweet escalates a clash with the man he picked to lead the FBI, Christopher Wray, after firing James Comey as agency director. FBI officials, including Wray, had made direct appeals to the White House asking him not to release the memo. Wray has had no comment since its release. Uh, John McCain today tweeting the latest attacks against the FBI and the Department of Justice serve no American interests, no parties, no presidents, only Putin's. Prosecution asked for the maximum sentence, life without parole, for that woman charged with killing Savannah Greywind. Remember that story? She was pregnant. Her baby was removed. The life sentence was granted. 38-year-old Brooke Cruz sentenced to life without parole for conspiracy to commit murder. Grizzly details of how Greywind was killed were not initially released until prosecution relayed them into the court record at a sentencing hearing today. The baby, Hazley Joe, is fine. She sat on an attorney's lap during the hearing. According to we, w- don't, we don't need to know how she was killed, do we, John? I will not uh, okay, I release you. that to you. Right, thank uh, you. Uh, Cruz defense said Cruz acknowledges what she did was wrong. She apologized to the family. Her boyfriend, William Hohen, pleaded not guilty. His trial is started, uh, slated to begin in a few months. According to the complaint, he gave a different account. He said he came home to find Cruz cleaning up blood in their bathroom. Hospitality venues, retailers and others in Wisconsin are capitalizing on the economic benefits generated by Super Bowl Fifty Two In Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Businesses in Hudson and other surrounding cities in western Wisconsin, within an easy commute to the game, are cashing in. Hotel rooms in Hudson are going for as much as $500 a night. Holy wow. cow. In New Richmond, the regional airport will land more than two dozen private jets. We should have lunch there, apparently. Huh? Yeah. We didn't <laughs> see anything in Holman Field. <laughs> no. You know... I uh always w- well, we w-
0: shot carrot.
2: Though. What day was that? That was Wednesday, right? Right. So I get home Wednesday night, and the wife looks at me and says, "I can't believe you guys saw those celebrities." Oh, I yeah. went, "Oh God, babe! <laughs> yeah. Thank God you're pretty." Yeah. The
0: uh, state <laughs> state journal says only about her. You'd have to say something like,
2: "She needs to marry rich." Yeah, that didn't work out. No, no. no, no. State she should- didn't marry for looks either. No. Well, she really got the raw end of that deal, didn't Boy, she? Boy, you outpunted
4: your coverage. Uh-huh. State Journal says homeowners are listing their properties uh, and other online sites on on online sites for the top dollar. Four bedroom house in Hudson is renting for twelve hundred and fifty bucks a night with a five night minimum
2: stay. I have a question to ask both of you. Here we are. So I've got a couple of neighbors in my uh, in my hood. Mm-hmm. That are renting their house out for the Super Bowl, and we're all on like a text loop. I'm the I'm the lookout, all right. To see if anything goes wrong. Yep. Sh- should I mess with them a little bit? Oh, oh I would. <laughs> I think I have to. Uh, right?
0: I would say I think you have an obligation
2: to well, I torment the guy. I don't know, guy. but there's been people. You know them well. Oh God, yeah. Well, then torment the hell out of them. Only problem is they might be listening. But I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, there's been people in and out, different yeah. cars, yeah. Uh, of all hours of the day. <laughs> I got to do that, right? A little yeah. bit. Okay, yeah. okay. I'll file a report on Monday. Dennis Edwards. You could say the ambulance has only been there twice.
0: <laughs> only only twice. Might, only twice. He
2: might come screaming home. Yeah. Where, does a, where does he go? Where, does a, where do these people go? One family went on vacation yeah. uh, outside of the state. Another went to go stay with relatives. And I believe another, I can't remember where the other ones went. All right. But most of them are just using this as a time to get away. Yeah. Dennis Edwards, who joined
4: the Temptations in 1968, sang on a string of hits, has died. Apparently, uh, he was age 74. His family did not give a cause of death. Edwards joined the Temptations when they fired David Ruffin, and of course, in 1968. And uh, he brought a little different thing to the Temptations. Ruffin, of course, noted for his uh, smoother, silky voice mm-hmm. on My Girl, uh, Edwards had a great, great, gritty voice. Hmm.
2: Uh, like well, this, we're losing like a lot this, of these guys. Like
4: this one here, Chris will play for you as soon as he finds They're
2: it. called Ball of Confusion? That's it, Chris. All right. <laughs>
1: well, the only person talking about love, man, brother, is the future. any it seems nobody. Oh, yeah, there's some grit there. There's some grit, and
4: uh, it it was a little different for The Temptations, but they proceeded to have a ton of hits with Edwards, including Cloud Nine, the first one, that one right there, Ball of Confusion, Runaway Child, Running Wild, Psychedelic Shack, and, of course, uh, one of my favorites, Papa, was a Rolling Stone. Uh, 74 years old, Dennis Edwards. I think Luke Bryan covered that one. Okay. A Maryland waterfowl hunter was flown to the hospital yesterday after he was hit and struck unconscious by a duck that he had just shot out of the sky. <laughs> well, that's poetic justice, isn't it, John? It is. 51-year-old Robert Muhlhammer was hunting with others in Easton near the Miles River when the dead goose fell from the sky. Well, a, a, is it a goose or a duck? That's there's a, a big good point. Diff, yeah, a it's big a, difference. It's, it's a, uh, I don't
0: think a duck would have killed. sent you to the it's hospital. A might have it's, got a a, oh, it's a yeah. goose. It's a goose. It's a goose. It's
4: a goose. That I don't know why. I, you can uh, get them. Yeah, they got them. Um, yeah. Uh, the i natu- get you a goose by 3 o'clock. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> Maryland Natural Resources Police said the hunter was sent to the University of Maryland Shock Trauma Center. He was treated for head and facial injuries. He'll be fine. He's in stable condition. Officials drove Hammer to Easton Airport via ambulance out of an abundance of caution.
2: I don't know why that story reminded me of this. Maybe it was the Royce accent or you saying something, but... Today, when I was down at the Mall of America doing the Wingo duties, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart was a guest on the show after them called First Take with Stephen A. Smith.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And he was back in the green room, and a bunch of us were just hanging out and doing our thing. And all I kept doing was looking at him and going to myself, My mama told me. Why did my to tell, tell you? me? Well, he was surrounded by security, and oh. I didn't want to be that guy that bugged him while he was getting ready to go on, yeah. on the air. But that's all I kept How much saying. preparation to myself. does somebody need to go on the radio? Well not like he gotta put on makeup. No, but this was also this is also on television. Oh, so yeah, okay. he did have to get ready. He had okay. to put the he had to put the facial stuff on. Sure. Or whatever you call sure. it. It's simulcast on radio and television. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yes, Kevin, yes, I, told yes, to yes. oh, yeah. I told you to say one cuss word. He said 67. Told you to say. It's about <laughs> to go down. Such a great it,
4: Kevin. Remember remember when you did that video wow. See, I
2: didn't go Gary Lawrence on it. That's the other
4: reason why that I did I thought of you, John Hyde, because you would have made fun of me. Yeah. You big probably. jerk.
2: I be. thought
0: the Jayhawks were going to play on Nicollet Mall. Yeah, you're I can't, right. I can find no uh, schedule Maybe of that. Saturday? No. Well, not even on their website. I couldn't find any schedule. Yeah. How about? Again. Did you go to Super Bowl Live? <clears throat> no, I just go oh. to the paper every day for that. Is John? Uh, <clears throat> is uh, Dave Dahl ready? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, let's get him though. All right, you can do it. I'm trying. You can. Uh, you can do it.
1: Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 8 above, heading for a high today, uh, probably around 10 or 12. And then only dropping down to about 10 above for the low tonight. So it's not going to get as cold tonight. But then, boy, it really changes over the weekend. We're going to have a little dusting of snow between about 5 and 8 p.m. tonight. It's not going to be much. And then after that, uh, just mostly cloudy skies. That keeps us to 10 above for the overnight low. Then tomorrow's high up to 18. Snow develops throughout the day, 2 to 4 inches of fluffy snow. Quite likely here in southern and uh, east central Minnesota as well as western Wisconsin. That's going to slow a lot of the traffic down for tomorrow. But 18 for the warmer high. Then the cold front comes through. Three below for the low Saturday night. A high on Sunday of only six above. Wind chills during the day probably in that 15 to 20 below range. And by evening on Sunday, they could be closer to 20 to 25 below zero for wind chills as the temperature drops down to around zero by 5 p.m on Sunday evening, and then all the way down to about 5 below Sunday night. 16 for the high on Monday. Some more light snow possible. Low teens for highs much of next week as it stays cold. Again, tonight, Joe, uh, pretty much steady temps around 10 above for the overnight low. Right now at 8, so we're going to rise a couple of degrees. 1 below for the wind chill. Wind's not bad tonight. The winds start to pick up a little bit during the day tomorrow and a lot on Sunday. Records for the day, Joe. Feb 2. 48. 48 in 1991. In 1991. 32 below zero.
0: 32 below in 1996. In 1996. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. I promise you nuggets. That's right.
2: Nuggets from Al. But I, it, it occurs to me, I bet you'll be able to answer these. All right. Bring it on, sir. I'm chock full of Super Bowl info. Let's do
0: this. Who is the only man who has started games at quarterback for both New England and Philadelphia? Started games at quarterback for both New England and New Philadelphia. England. This player did his more notable work on the field in college. He is currently an offensive coordinator for an NFL team.
2: New England and mm-hmm. the only man, and he's now an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm drawing a blank.
0: Matt Cavanaugh. Okay. He was the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh, that a Pitt team that in 1976 won college football's national championship. He was the MVP in the Super Bowl against, in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. Kavanaugh was a second round pick, but never gained much wow. traction in the NFL. I starting, knew him as a coach, but I I did not know he was a player in the NFL. Starting 15 games for New England and two games for Philadelphia, he is the, currently the offensive coordinator for who? He was with the
2: Giants. I can't tell you Washington. who he's with now. He's with Washington.
0: What family is represented in both the Patriots Hall of Fame and the Eagles Hall of Fame? Not the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton, but the team version for each franchise. One brother played for the Patriots and the other for the Eagles. Boy, I I, I touted you as the guy who was going to nail these. Sam Bam Cunningham was a standout running back for the Patriots in the 70s, played his college ball at Southern Cal and once scored four TDs in a Rose Bowl. His younger brother, Randall Cunningham, was a difference-making quarterback for the Eagles in the late 80s and early 90s. Wow. Mm -hmm. LeGarrett Blount. Yep, running back. Ran for over 1,000 yards and helped New England to the Super Bowl last year. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to play against them in a Super Bowl. Nobody's ever done that before. What running back, however, has done something similar—run for over a thousand yards, helping his team win a Super Bowl—then later in his career joining the roster of the team they beat in that game? This player did not appear in a Super Bowl with
2: the second team. Roger Craig is coming to mind, but I don't think well, the Raiders be, ever got made it to the Super Bowl. You'd be—you'd be, you'd, you'd be wrong.
0: <laughs> Tony Dorsett who ran for 1,007 yards as a rookie in 77, capping that season with a Super Bowl over Denver. Dorsett finished his career by running for 703 yards for the Broncos in 1988. Denver played in Super Bowls following both the 87 and 89 season, but Dorsett didn't play for them in either of those years. Deion Lewis was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, Mm -hmm. but they traded him away, and now he's going to start in a Super Bowl against them. Who's the only quarterback who's done this? This player was a first-round pick, traded away, then came back to be part to start in a Super Bowl against his original team. Wow! <laughs> Should I repeat the question? No, I'm I'm with you, <laughs> but uh, the listeners might not. First, Dion Lewis was drafted yeah. by the Philadelphia Eagles, but they traded him away, and now he's going to start in a Super Bowl against them. Who's the only quarterback who's done this? That uh, player was a first-round pick, traded away, and then came back to start
2: in a Super Bowl against his original team. I want to say Dilfer, but Dilfer didn't play against the Bucks. Give me the, uh, give me the year. Or give me the team.
0: Give me the team. Well, I'm not sure you're going to get this. This guy was the fifth pick of the 1965 yeah, draft. Yeah, I'm out on that. Craig Morton. He was the fifth pick of the 1965 draft, but the Cowboys traded him to the Giants after he didn't want to back up Roger Staubach. Morton started for Denver against Dallas in the 1977 Super Bowl. Daryl LaMonica also was drafted by a team he started against in the Super Bowl, but LaMonica never signed with Green Bay, opting instead to play in the AFL. I uh, I didn't do so hot. You didn't get one. I did not got get one right. You didn't even... Oh, it's a scramble Friday. Oh my goodness. Not just a normal no. scramble Friday. Ho, 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 ho. It's 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 a footba, ba ba scrambled Friday. Let's see if we can nail this now, huh? All right. Chiray. Now we've got Jayhawks information for you. Costa bleeping Rica.
3: Come on. All right. How did all these
2: people get in my
0: room? (laughs) Uh,
3: Not
2: bad. not bad. I was late.
0: Well, Stacy, the geologist weighed in with with
2: uh, Jayhawk's info, but you also have it. Uh, This came to me via email from Steve talking about the Super Bowl Live presented by Verizon. Saturday. This is is the Nicollet Mall stage, right? Yes, Saturday, February 3rd. That'd be tomorrow, Joe. That's right. How about this lineup? You got Bob Mold at 445. Yep. Uh the Suburbs at 545. The Jayhawks at 645. Soul Asylum at 745 and ex ambassadors at nine o'clock. And that's a pretty good lineup. That's a great lineup. These are free. Man. Jimmy Jam put all this together, didn't he? I might have to go down there for that. That that's a that's, that's an attraction. Good. That's pretty but good. But how warm can you stay? Well, you know, if I uh if I properly get myself set yeah, up, but I, I
0: told you that's just that's no, no, no. that's an illusion. All up here, uh, yeah, that's that's the problem. It's delusionary.
2: <laughs> just uh, hand me another one to keep me warm. The uh, uh, Jayhawks, man. Oh, that's Jayhawks Soul Asylum, the suburbs. I like Bob Mold. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then when XM Ambassadors, I'm who are they? They're they're a popular. Band, you would hear across the hall on that station. Okay,
0: Is uh, Kevin Hart at Target Center tonight or tomorrow night? I believe it is. It has to be tonight because the Timberwolves are home tomorrow night. Yeah, I
2: believe it's tonight. The Pelicans are in town tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart, a die-hard Philadelphia Eagles fan. Is he? Which I I don't know if this show was planned ahead of them playing here. I'm guessing it was. So it was just timely that he was in town. Oh, I bet it was Super Bowl-related My mama told me. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen the Kevin Hart teacher skit, we can't link Can't. it to the page because it's filled with profanity, but man, it's funny.
0: Yeah, and but but it's one of the ones where even the profanity's funny. Oh, it
2: makes it better. Well, I, I don't think he could do the bit without it. No, in fact, because the, the profanity is the entire crux because of the Because he's been bit.
0: challenged by his mother that he's forbidden from talking like this. <laughs> so wh- and then his mother gets wind. I told you.
2: She gave him the green light for one one cuss word. You could use one cuss word. You use 11. <laughs> he is uh, He has a talented little oh, guy. Oh, man, he's funny.
0: And he's little. He is. He's not a tall fellow. He's shorter than my wife. He's a, he's a small fellow. He's but a I bet Target oh, is sold be out tonight. It'll be packed, absolutely. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 8 degrees, and this uh, festivity will continue in-house and with Patrick and everybody.